It's interactive, interesting and entertaining. It's the Inters. Thanks for joining us to talk all things ID18. This is Rod Bastow and it gives me great pleasure to introduce members of the Sportsbet Trots team. Drawn to lead is Andrew Dorio. Hello. Hi, Andrew. And taking the trail, stalking him everywhere he goes, Matt Pedden. Yeah, plenty of pace and nowhere to race, Rocket. <laughs> G'day, Matt. Well, it's uh, less than 12 weeks away now. Uh, the names of two horses will be added to that Inter-Dominion honour roll. And uh, it's a time-honoured event, Australia versus New Zealand. And this year, the pacing and trotting championships are being hosted in Australia Victoria, to be precise, and it's going to be ginormous. Uh, we'll look at the uh, the actual series format and the dates. Of course, we're we're back with that traditional three rounds of heats into a final for the Pacers. Yeah, that's right. Uh, back to the traditional format. So the last three Inter Dominions have been in Perth. So it's good to be back in Victoria, where the the last series was held in two thousand and eight. So it's been a while. Uh, since the last Inters in, in Victoria. Looking forward to it, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. There's, um, there seems to be a lot of, of, lot of potential depth looking at what, um, at what markets are out there and, and obviously you touched on that rivalry between Australia and New Zealand. You get, the, uh, you get a lot of former Kiwis come over here and join Australian stables and it's, it's interesting to follow their progression through, through to the top grade and, um, and see how they're going to match up with some of those horses they were racing back in their homeland when they were last there. So that's probably something I'm looking forward to with it. Okay. And so let's look at those markets. And uh, at this point, perhaps those at the top of the markets. And uh, from there, we might go through the, the different groupings of horses as we see them. But uh, with the paces, Chicago Bull, the favourite at this stage and a clear cut favourite at that. Yeah, he is. Uh, so he's he's actually uh, $6.50 at the moment with Sportsbet. Um, so the absence of, of Lazarus, uh, who, um, as most people would know, he's, he's racing in North America, and also the injury of uh, Soho Tribeca. So Chicago Bull, which was placed in last year's Inter-Dominion, uh, gets his chance to uh, to win this time around. So he, he clearly... Uh, is favourite ahead of uh, the local Shadow Sacks, uh, the Emma Stewart trained horse, and also uh, the Kiwi Ultimate Machete. And there are quite a few of those Kiwis uh, well into the, the betting there, Matt, aren't there? Yeah, there is. And um, and as we've come to expect the last last few years, Purden and Rasmussen look to have a quite a good stranglehold on the New Zealand contingent. They've got um, Ultimate Machete, obviously, who's, who's favourite or up there for the New Zealand Cup. Uh, Eamon Maguire, who won the jewels for them earlier in the year, the fixer who's who's been performing quite well so far this preparation, and and the mayor dream about me, who's um, we all know what she can do when she's right. So that's just touching on some of the better ones. Then you got horses like Star Galleria, who you know Stephen Reed's done a terrific job with him through his career. He's he hasn't overtaxed him, and he's he's reaping the rewards now. So. They, um, they look to have a really, really strong hand to play this year. And, Andrew, the Trotters, uh, plenty of differing opinions there, but uh, a couple of horses, joint favourites. There is. It's, uh, it's a really uh, open uh, series, the Trotters. There's, uh, there's quite a few that uh, can look like that can win. So um, we've got Tornado Valley uh, hitting the market at $7. He's actually been a revelation since coming to Victoria, uh, former New Zealand and um, Andy Gath's done a really good job with him. So we uh, we have him 
at top of the market, well, equal top with uh, the New Zealand horse, great things happen. Um, and there's there's a number of winning chances uh, there. It's it's quite quite an open series, and I'd expect the market to uh, to change a lot in the in the coming weeks with uh, seeing a lot of the key players uh, come back from a spell. Tornado Valley uh, actually trialed during the week and trialed well by all reports. So uh, there's there's plenty of uh, plenty of interest just because of uh, the openness of the series, really. I think Rocket, the most intriguing runner in looking at the um, the market that we've got is definitely Mombay. Um, he was he was set to trial yesterday at Rangiora. He he had a, a slight setback and didn't appear. But um, while I don't think he he's a, a likely chance to go, you do know that on ability, if he was right, he'd certainly start a third of that price, if not a quarter of that price. So it just shows. It shows how much depth there is in the trotting ranks at the moment that a horse like him can be $15 in pre-post betting. Um, yet we've still got so many great chances around it. Great things happened. Trialed yesterday at Rangura, looked outstanding. Um, speeding Spurs being resumed with a win at Alexandra Park a week ago, fortnight ago. Uh, he's looked good. And, um, and then there's Paul Nan who's got Habibi Inter and a couple of other good chances too. So it's, it's going to be a deep series of trotters and it, it's great to see the the trotting into Dominion make a comeback for the year too. Certainly is uh, part of the tradition. And, uh, well, that's a good overview of uh, what's happening at the head of each of the markets. Um, how about we just break them up a little and initially look at the locals because we know the uh, the host state invariably, whilst not necessarily providing the winner, will often provide a number that will make it through to the finals on their, their local tracks. And uh, firstly, with the paces, we've got Victorian such such as uh, up-and-comers, Shadow Sacks, Let It Ride. Uh, any others you'd like to throw in the mix there? San Carlos had a bit of a rap on him for a while. Yeah, um, we get to see a few of them this weekend uh, with the, the Kilmore Cup. So um, it's this Thursday night. Well, if, if you're listening Thursday, it's, it's tonight. Um, what if you're listening Saturday? If you're listening Saturday, you would have known uh, the winner of the event. That was two nights ago. That's right. Um, what if you're listening Tuesday? No, now you're confusing me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we the Kilmore Cup, uh, I guess we'll have a, a look at a lot of the Victorians and it'll be good to line up, um, I guess, where they where they rank amongst each other. Um, and obviously uh, the, the Kilmore Cup is then followed by the Victoria Cup, which is uh, two weeks later. So with, with those two races in mind, there'll be real uh, key lead-ups uh, going into the Inter-Dominion series, which commences uh, the 1st of December. Okay. And so uh, Matt, my Kiwi mate is one of those uh, highly fancied, fancied in the Kilmore Cup that's uh, only a 50 to 1 chance in Inter-Dominion betting at the moment. Yeah. And, and for those punters out there that want a bit of value, if he comes out and wins tonight, you'd think he'd start shorter than 50 to 1 in an Inter-Dominion series you know, pre-post looking towards the final. And, um, look, he was outstanding in his first run back this preparation. He looked good. Craig Demler drove him, drove him to perfection. Um, and he's he's definitely got that speed and that little bit of toughness that, that's going to come in handy through a series like the Inter-Dominion. Right. Yeah. And what about the Trotters, guys? Um, Andrew, the... Uh the locals there, uh, well, we call him a local now, Tornado Valley. He's uh, gone from strength to strength in uh, recent runs. Yeah, that, that's right, Rocket. He's uh, he's actually uh, performed quite well. Uh, he, he's had a stranglehold on the, the free-for-all trotters races, uh, especially during the winter. He, he won quite a number of races. Uh, so I guess we, we look forward to him, um, I guess, coming up against some of the uh, the interstate performers or especially the New Zealanders. 
uh, just to get a gauge of uh, how far he's progressed because we know he wasn't at the top of the, the tree in New Zealand, uh, but he's certainly uh, improved a lot since. Um, so Tornado Valley is obviously the uh, probably Victoria's best hope. The other one to look at is uh, Maori Law. It's, I think it's only a five-year-old mm-hmm. um, and it's um, progressed uh, I guess through the through the age groups, the three and four year old, um, I think he may have won the size. Uh, Vic Brad, he certainly from, from memory well and truly fits into that category yeah. of up and comer, doesn't he? Exactly. Mm. So he he can take the next step. They've uh, they've he's been quite lightly raced, so there is um there is a chance that he could step up. It may be twelve months too soon, but um, he's definitely a, an up and comer. Mm. Yeah, and one of the interesting things with a series like this, in particular with the trotters, is the is the versatility of the animal. And obviously, we're going to have a we've got a heat over a, a seventeen hundred trip. You know, you you've got a horse like Stress Factor that that absolutely blasts the gate. You know, he can be prominent in something like that, pick some points up, and and scrape his way through to a final. And from what we saw from from him in the Breeders' Crown series, he won't be out of play either. He um he can step up from. From last prep to uh, to open age, and and then you've got a horse like Tough Monarch. Tough Monarch, Ricky Alchin's done a great job with him. He's got he's got a couple of little quirks. He can he can gallop for no reason, and he um he resumed last week at Menangle. Um, he sat off them and he he just blew them away when he pushed the button. So if he puts it all together, watch out for him. Okay. Well, b- before we move on to the interstaters, those domiciled outside of Victoria within Australia. Um, Let's let's travel interstate and uh, go across to Western Australia and talk to the trainer of the pre-post favourite for the Inter Dominion Pacers Championship Chicago Bull, that being Gary Hall Senior. Gary Hall, uh, the trainer of fan favourite Chicago Bull. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule, Gary. Yeah, no worries, Rod. Thank you very much for the uh, interest. <laughs> Mate, can you tell us a bit about the horse himself? As I mentioned, he is a fan favourite. We love him here in Victoria where the, the Inter-Dominion will be held this year. Um, what what, uh, what do we know about him other than we know he's a little bit small? He's tiny, actually. He's uh, not quite 14 hands and he's, um, yeah, very, very small. Actually, when I bought him, I was disappointed with him when he arrived and uh, I probably wouldn't have bought him if I didn't know he was so small, but... Uh, He's uh, filled out a bit. He's thickened up quite a bit uh, this year, and I think he's come back better than ever. And, uh, you know, he's the real deal. He's got every uh, string to his bow. He's fast. He's uh, he's able to stay real good. He's uh, perfectly mannered. So, uh, he, you know, he really is the perfect racehorse. And has he got any little idiosyncrasies or uh, little treats that he prefers? Not really. He uh, he likes to stay by himself. He, 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 the only thing is he, um, you know, he's a little bit standoffish with people, but he's, uh, you know, and quitting was the same. But uh, he he loves having a partner in the paddock with him, and he frets a bit when he's on his own. That's about that's about the only uh, problem we've had with him. So he, he's always got to have a uh, a paddock mate with him when he's in the paddock. Well, Gary, with me, um, I have. Matt Pedden and Andrew DiOrio, and uh, Matt might like to just ask you a little bit more about uh, how he's looked after. G'day, Hello. Gary. How are you? Hi, Matt. How are you? Good, good. Um, outstanding to see the interest that's that's building up so far around uh, around the little fella. Um, obviously, there's a lot of a lot of water to go under the bridge with him between um, between now and the Inter Dominion Series, uh, Victoria Cups, New Zealand Cups, and whatnot. 
Um, what what type of challenge does it does it pose to you replicating those those training conditions that you have in the west in um, in the eastern states and in New Zealand? Well, the only experience I've had with that is when I took Quinny away. Um, I, I, I made one, you know, one race trips with horses like the Falcon Strike, and uh, um, the, he was probably the only one that I did that with Anne Zakara. But I, you know, with uh, replicating what I do here, when I took Quinny away, I couldn't do that because they don't have the sand that we we've got here anywhere over on the eastern seaboard or uh, only at the beach, I suppose. But uh, we never got down there. And um, in New Zealand, is is very similar. We we don't get any sand over there. But really, uh, Mighty Quinn didn't need it. He, once he left here, he was 100% fit, and it was only a matter of sustaining that fitness. And uh, I'm pretty sure Chicago Bull will be the same same uh, thing because he's not a gross horse. He's a you know a little tiny horse, and he even though he thrives on work here, I think you know with the racing he's going to have, I don't think that we need to do too much with him in between, sort of thing. That's certainly the challenge, isn't it? The challenge for not only the horse but also the the trainer to get through those three rounds of heats plus come up cherry ripe on final night. Yeah, he's done it before. Uh, He's run the three heats here in second in the final and, you know, I think he was uh, as good in the final as he was in any of the heats and he's a pretty durable little bloke, you know. He doesn't doesn't seem to worry about much at all. He was a little bit un- unlucky just to to uh, not have the uh, the room to um, start to motor in those uh, until very very late in the final stages in that final he was behind the leader uh, no sprint lane uh, of course there'll be a sprint lane this time but uh, Andrew uh, you might like to ask Gary yeah. something hi Gary hi Andrew how are you yeah good thank you um, I just. Uh, Obviously, the the program for Chicago Bull uh, Victorians will will get to see him in the Victoria Cup in two weeks. Is that is that the plan? Yeah, that's the plan. He's booked in to leave here on the Wednesday, the tenth of uh, October. Uh, get there, and he'll be you know like just have a couple of days um, light jog work before the Vic Cup. And uh, you know, it is a little bit of a concern the Vic Cup to me because it's only twenty two hundred meters. If it was twenty five hundred meters, I'd be a lot more happy. Um, because you know, over the shorter distance, the, obviously the barrier draws a huge play a huge part in it. You know, yeah, sure. but I, I think he's right up to it. I think he deserves to be favourite for it. I can't see a horse in in Australasia really that deserves to be shorter than he is uh, the way he's going at the moment. And and do you uh, do you see? Uh, you, you, obviously, you've said uh, that he deserves to be favourite. What? Who do you think is your main rival or, or rivals uh, going into the Inters? I I I'm, I haven't seen uh, San Carlo back yet. I don't know what's what his program is or what he's doing. And um, you know, if he found the lead, drew drew the lead, he'd be obviously hard to beat. Um, and also, rappers the light's got high speed over the short journey. If he drew the lead, he'd be he'd be a little bit hard to beat in that situation. But uh, you know, if uh, and uh, Shadow Sachs, I don't know whether there's a cloud over him or not. I think he's been. You know, earmarked to start a couple of times and hasn't started, so I don't I don't know where he is at. But I, you know, all these horses, uh, well, definitely San Carlo, he's beaten before, and um, Rapper's Delight wasn't that impressive here, but it has has improved out of sight since uh, David Aiken's been training it. So um, yeah, they're they're the ones that I'm thinking at the moment, and uh, but. Um, 
I think more more to the point of bad barriers or bad luck will be his problem, not not another horse. That's that's my opinion. I suppose that's something a bit bullish about him or confident. I don't know, but uh, I, I think he's uh, he's the real deal. I wouldn't be coming away with him if I, if I wasn't confident of uh, you know being very hard to beat. And Gary, are, are you taking uh, any other horses from the stable across to to Victoria for the for the series or for any support races? No, not. I haven't, haven't really got anything that I would bring across. I've got King of Swing here, but he's going to stay here and be prepared for the uh, for the Golden Nugget. And um, I really haven't got anything else that would, uh, you know, be up to the class. I don't think. Yeah, and we, we can't let you go without asking. Uh, we we heard the news about uh, my hard copy. I believe uh, reports were that he's been retired. Is that is that correct? Yeah, yeah. He um, he um, sort of. He's had an ongoing problem with bone density in his uh, near side cannon bone, and uh, you know he had 18 months off with it, and came back, and he ended up winning the Fremantle Cup, beating Lazarus, and you know that was his probably his career highlight. And he's and, done he's done an amazing job. Uh, 1.2 million, two two WA Cups, one Fremantle Cup. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was, he's sort of an overachiever. My hard copy. He's only a little horse too. He's he's probably uh, slightly bigger than the Chicago Bull, but not much, and. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of success with small horses. I prefer them to the bigger ones. But, uh, yeah, no, he, he came here with not too many big wraps on him. And I actually told Steve Chapman and owned him. I think I, I might be able to get him to about an M2. So yeah. he ended up, I don't know what he ended up, M class, but winning two Fremantle Cups and a, 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 one Fremantle Cup and two Pacing Cups was, uh, I thought he, you know, probably overachieved. But he was a great little competitor, that's for sure. Well, Gary, good luck going forward with uh, the preparation of Chicago Bull and uh, the rest of the stable. And uh, Andrew, Matt and I really do appreciate you spending time talking to us uh, today. So uh, we hope everything turns out well for you and you get those good marbles uh, come out in the <laughs> barrier drawers. No worries, Rod. Um, thanks very much. The pleasure is all mine. Thank good on you, you, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Daniel. Well, well, that was great talking to Gary Hall and... Uh, Sportsbet.com.au, uh, Chicago Bull Specials up in the uh, the futures markets area at the moment, I believe. Yeah, bit of um, bit of interest around him in the uh, in the futures stuff. So we've gone uh, we've gone a step further, Rocket. We've put together two uh, two specials. Uh, first of which is for him to win the Victoria Cup, the New Zealand Cup, and the Inter Dominion. Now, what a feat that would be! Mm. What a feat that would be! And for the punters at home, a hundred. To one, a hundred to one, hundred to one to win all three. Uh, I don't think that would have been done before in a in a season. Those three, um, he he may well be the first horse that would have achieved it. Gee, it'd be nice to be on that if he uh, drew well in the Victoria Cup and uh, won that under a stranglehold and off to off to New Zealand. Well, I tell you what, you hear the confidence that Gee Hall Senior's just given us in in what the horse is that that he's bringing across and. You know what? You you have to stop and think. Maybe he can do it. That's right. He, he is targeting all three, so he, he he's definitely a chance to. Uh, second one is for the bull to win, well, to clean sweep uh, the Inter Dominion series. So win the heats, win every heat, and win the final. Okay. Yeah, you'd imagine that unless he comes across something which has drawn a faster period of what he does in the heats, that he's going to go around well and truly in the market in each heat. And, and start somewhat in close to favouritism, if not favourite, in the final. So uh, what do we get for that? $26. Okay. So that's, that's three heat wins and to win the final, so yeah. four, so four races. Four races, $26, considering you're getting 
you know, at the moment for him to win uh, to win the final, you're taking six dollars fifty. You look at it in perspective; it, it's it's quite a good little option and, and yep. something to follow for those guys. Yeah, not not an easy assignment though. Uh, it's been a while since the horse has completed that clean sweep of a series, albeit we've had that period. Uh, where the series hasn't actually been yeah. held under the, the the traditional format of three heats and a final. That's right. There's been uh, two heats and, and finals in the in the past. I do know that uh, Hector JJ in WA actually won all three heats and was favoured in the final and right. uh, ran second to Smolder. So he went uh, close but uh, couldn't do it. But and then we go back to a New Zealander who actually achieved the feat, uh, three heats and a final. And, and New Zealand expert Matt, which one? LC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I was born then. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> that would have been uh, yeah, going back 15 years around then. So yeah, I wasn't allowed to bet then, so it, my interest might have been a bit different. But um, you, you, you look at you look at the last two years and, and horses that won the last two series, Smolder and um, and Lazarus. You know, you look at how they progressed through the heats through to the final and. And neither were dominant in in either of, in any of the heats through through the two series. Yet they um, they were simply breathtaking in the finals, given mm. given what they did. So it's it's all, a hard thing to do. All about being right on the night, isn't it? On on final night. Uh, we, are there any horses in uh, either markets that we haven't had an opportunity to mention yet? The interstaters or the internationals, interlopers, as we might like to call the New Zealanders. Yeah, well, we, we haven't touched on uh, the fixer, I don't think. So we've actually uh, – he's one of the, the favourites in the New Zealand Cup. Um, he's uh, trained by Mark Purden, who, who needs no introduction, um, and he actually uh, could emerge through the New Zealand Cup week uh, and victorious in, in, in both uh, the uh, New Zealand Cup and the uh, feature free for all. Yeah, he's, he's a typical betters delight, as is Chicago Bull. They, you know, they they were nice horses at two. They got better at three, better at, even better at four again. Um, he's he's always shown above average ability. He won, uh, I think, he won on Cup Day the last two years in in various races. And um, you know, he's come out this year. He he's trialed really really well in preparation. He resumed well. He backed it up second up. He, he failed somewhat third up, although I'm, I'm sure the stable wouldn't be overly concerned by it. But he's definitely got the makings for a um, for an open class horse. He's going to love a staying trip, and I think racing hard racing really, really, really suits him. So okay. he's going to be one to look. Should out be for. suited to the series, and yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, before we close, uh, a couple more things. One I'd like to throw at you guys uh, uh, on the spot here. And uh, follow me with this one because I, I draw a little bit of a long bow here, but uh, in terminology, uh, what I'd be looking for here, guys, in the weeks to come as we do this podcast leading up to Inter-Dominion finals night uh, is uh, picking up on one of our race callers here in Australia and uh, one of their popular sayings they might, might have used in the, the past week. And uh, um, I think... Uh, um, Matt, you might be able to kick us off with one. Yeah, how can you go past Craig Rail? Further back than Walla Walla. Yeah, that's a ripper, isn't it? Isn't it? And did you know that's actually um, Walla Walla was actually a, 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 
highly credentialed uh, pacer from the late 1920s, <laughs> early 30s here in Australia, based in the Goulburn area, won three consecutive Goulburn Cups, and he used to be on the back marks, and that's where the reference comes from, that um, a horse uh, during the course of a race might be as far back as Walla Walla. In fact, I think he... in. Um, uh, converting it to metres these days, uh, he was off marks as long as almost 200 metres start to the mm. front line and won. Mm. So, uh, Which is he unheard was, of today. He yeah. was uh, obviously a marvellous horse back in the, the far lap uh, period. And here are us bookies potting things <laughs> on 20 metre back marks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Andrew? Uh, gee, you've put me on the spot uh, there. I haven't, haven't come prepared with one, but um, I, just going off uh, Craig Rail, um, it'd be great to hear him call... Uh, uh, heat at least because uh, he's one of my favourite callers. Well, that might be something that we can add to in the weeks to come and, and build up a list. And before we go, uh, something for the, the listeners to the podcast, something special. Um, has everyone got a best bet for the, the coming weekend? Yeah, I'm going short but sweet. Uh, Addington tomorrow night, Anthem. Uh, race, if I can find it. Uh, it's... Uh at Addington tomorrow night. So it's a Mark Purden trained horse yep. resuming. So now a four-year-old. He had a, he had a good three-year-old campaign where I think he ran in the New Zealand derby. He did. Race six, number five. He he was placed a, uh, a half length behind Sheriff, beaten four lengths in the derby. Um, he does excel at a mile. He's very progressive. Uh, he's got good gate speed. He's trial well. Uh, junior driver's race, Olivia Thornley's aboard for the Purdens. I think it's her first drive for the stable. So... She'll be looking to uh, to get her career off there on a winning note. Right. I'm closer to home here. Um, Albion Park, Saturday night. Uh, Outlaw Feller in race two. I've, he, he looks well placed um, from the front line draw where he can, I'm hoping he can uh, slide across from, from the wide gate. Um, the horses is drawn inside of him. Uh, he looks far superior too. So I'm thinking uh, a positive drive out of the gate and he should uh, settle handy and I think he'll be too strong for them. Okay. Well, I'll stay uh, with Saturday night as well, Andrew. I, I really like the... Uh, Recent trial of Carload, which is uh, resuming at Melton in race five, number three. Um, it, it, uh, I, I expect it to win. So why don't we put up a special uh, mega bet, uh, the Inters podcast mega bet, uh, some great price where people could uh, multi those three up and if all three win, well, what about even better? Any two of the three win and they get, get the money. Sounds good, yeah. We'll All right, go with well, that. let's do that. All right, thanks for joining us. We hope you'll uh, uh, tune into our podcast again next week and uh, we'll be uh, producing a podcast each and every week leading up to grand final night for the Inter-Dominions on uh, the 15th of December. Uh, next week's show, we'll have the uh, the nominations out. Uh, so we'll be able to look through the ones that are fair income about trying to get there on the 15th. That's right. I think the noms are out Monday, so... Uh, the first rankings not far away as well. So we'll have that. those as well, yeah, I think. Yeah. I think so. So I'll look forward to it. Exactly. All right. Thanks, Andrew, Matt. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, Rocket. It's uh, something to look forward to. So fingers crossed we can start to narrow those those names down and get an idea of what we've got to look at come December. All done.